Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of The Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. This is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell, and you will get notified of the interesting content I post each and every week. I have a very, very special guest today. My guest is singer, songwriter, and actor Darian Sanders. You can see him as Simba in the national tour of The Lion King, currently playing at the Orpheum Theater in San Francisco through December 30th. He is a versatile talent, actor, producer, songwriter, you name it. He's been cast in stage productions like A Chorus Line, Dreamgirls, Jesus Christ Superstar. And I'm very, very pleased to welcome Darian Sanders to The Edric Show. How are you, ma'am? I'm doing so well. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Let's get into it. Uh, this is such an iconic story. Uh, when did you first become familiar with the Lion King story? And did you ever imagine that you would be portraying Simba on stage and entertaining audiences all across the country? Oh, man, I, I think it it started like most everybody uh, with the animated feature. Um, I wore the VHS tape out. <laughs> and so I, from a young age, had been watching it. Um, and and honestly, I have been obsessed with lions, I think probably because of the animated feature. So I, growing up, watched National Geographic, watched different di things about lions and big cats, and so well-versed in just the understanding of cats um, and understanding of the story, because it's been such an integral part of, you know, who I was growing up and watching all the Disney features, but specifically The Lion King, because we loved it. Um, and so very familiar with this story. Never in a million years had I thought, man, I would play Simba one day. Honestly, Broadway was never really in the cards for me. It's something that um, has just recently come about um, since since the a little bit before the pandemic. So it's one of those things that kind of fell into my plate. Was never really a dream, but now that I'm here, uh, man, I'm living this dream that that didn't even know that I didn't even know would be uh, a part of my life. Uh, there's always a little bit, maybe a little bit more of the actor's personality in the roles that they play. What aspects of your personality do you bring to the role of Simba? Oh man, this. First off, it's it's such an iconic show and an iconic role that I I think that there's a beauty of the consistency of the story itself that has stood the test of time. And the show has been going on Broadway for over 25 years. And I think that in itself has something to say. But also because it's been running for so long, there's been so many different Simbas that have played the role. And I think us as individuals um, infusing who we are allows the story to come to life in such a real way. And so for me, you know, my faith plays a huge role in how I live my life and what I do. And so um, being able to tell the story through that lens as well is a beautiful thing. So taking the history of the story and understanding that, you know, Mufasa is talking about, Mufasa and Rafiki are talking about the ancestors and calling upon the strength of those ancestors to kind of get through and walk through different situations and scenarios. Um, I have the history of my family and my ancestries, uh, but also the beauty of my faith and walking and understanding, man, the, the power of the Holy Spirit living in me allows me to, to, to get through some things. And so I'm able to infuse those things that make up Darian into the, the actor's Asimba. Uh, the story appeals to multiple generations. And so when you're out there performing, 
Uh, did there ever hit you that, hey, maybe some of the people are singing along and they've seen it and they know the words, but yet there's also a grand, brand new generation of folks who are seeing it for the first time. So how do you balance that and uh, give people, you know, whether they've seen it in multiple times or, or it's their first time, how do you give them that solid performance every time out? Yeah, the, the show in itself, um, we say it's a spectacle in a great way. Uh, between the costuming, the music, the lights, the colors, the puppetry, all the things are so iconic and so unique. Um, that it pulls you in from the moment that the curtain rises and Rafiki starts with um, the call, the call, the the pride lands to to wake up and to start the show. And so um, us as actors, I know me and kind of my my core group uh, in the show, you know, we pray before every show. And one of the things that we pray about is, man, this show may be the first show that somebody sees or even maybe they've come back and brought friends and brought family for multiple times. And this is the 10th time they've seen it, regardless of what it is at this moment. And at this time, this is the very first and only time that we are going to experience the show in this light and in this arena. So the, the production itself, the cut, the crowd itself, it's going to be the only time that it's ever happened. And so because it's so unique and so special, we want to make sure that that moment and that time in this show is unique and special. And so we want to step on the stage with just freshness and life and light and make sure that we give um, the best performance that anybody has ever seen of this show, because it will be the only time that it's ever been seen. And then tomorrow or later on in the, the day or later on in the week, Somebody else is going to see the show and they may come back and guess what? They need to say, man, this is the best time I've ever seen this show. So that every time, show after show, night after night, performance after performance, it gets better and better and better. Uh, in addition to being a talented singer uh, and actor, you're also well-versed as a trumpeter and a pianist. So how did you develop your love for musical instruments and uh, how does playing music feed your creativity? Man, I, I started at a young age. Uh, my entire family were were instrumentalists in some way, shape, or form. So I started playing the trumpet in the fourth grade. Uh, that's what I went to college for. I went on a full ride scholarship um, to the University of Kentucky, wanting to be a high school band director. And so I have played the trumpet for over 20 years. And so um, for me, the integral parts of understanding music and things that I learned from beginning stages in elementary school band has played a huge part in just the theory of music, the understanding of chordal structure, also the voicing of different things. And so as I create and write and produce my own music, but then also joining uh, this company and other companies and different ways of performing on stage and joining with different artists, it allows just the beauty of the artistry. We just got done doing a, a benefit concert um, for Broadway Equity Fights AIDS. And in that concert, we had so many different eclectic aspects of what we get to do and what we get to bring to the stage. And so there's this beautiful aspect of our individuality in the different portions and facets of our musical genius that we get to partner together and bring. And we get to do that every night as we bring it to the stage for The Lion King. Um, you wrote, produced, and uh, your song is out now called Sun Will Rise. It's streaming everywhere. Tell me about that song and uh, what does it mean to you? Yeah, it's it's based and comes from uh, a group of friends of mine uh, that I actually got together one night and we were walking through um, just what does it look like to make music and what music means to us. And um, a friend of mine had been walking through just uh, a, a real struggle and a real time. 
and she got a mug made and there was this quote and there was this uh picture about a sun rising and then all of a sudden it came from that meaning out of the ashes of so many different things we understand that the sun will rise in the morning there are uh hardships and hard times that people go through every day and whether you are standing on a mountaintop or whether you're in a valley low doesn't really matter because at the end of the day tomorrow is going to come and guess what the sun will rise and it'll be a chance to start a brand new day uh i know we have a couple minutes left but in preparing for the interview uh under special skills i was looking up your your information right next to trumpet it lists rapping so i'm not going to ask you to i'm not going to ask you to to you know spit a hot 16 right now but let me ask you because i'm a fan of hip-hop i got dilla on the wall back there um what does hip-hop mean to you and who are some of your favorite rappers oh man um i i don't know that i would necessarily say that i have a favorite um i can say that uh it's an integral part of my growing up um i'm i'm one of eight eight kids um number six of eight so i was the baby for seven years and knowing and understanding how the culture of hip-hop has shaped so many different forms and facets of music, but also my family and then my history of music. Um, it's it's just amazing. Even, even thinking back to, I remember sitting at the kitchen table and my brother and sister listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony and just like watching and all of a sudden I just intrinsically know all of these words and just hearing it come back on brings back this nostalgia aspect of, man, I didn't realize how integral that was to the development of just my ear, my understanding of music and my appreciation for music. Uh, last question for you. You've mentioned your faith a couple of times now on your Instagram page, right underneath some of your information, you list Ephesians three and 20. Why is that verse so important to you? Man, uh, He's able to do immeasurably more than you can think, hope, and imagine. Um, so many times we limit ourselves into uh, a pigeonhole of what other people think of us or what we think we are capable of. Um, but just to understand that the God of the universe has created us and wired us to be so unique and so special that what we bring to the table, no one else can bring. There's only going to be one Darian Sanders born on September 12, 1985, and that has experienced life in my shoes, doing what I have, all of the different scenarios and circumstances. And so when I step into a room, I don't step into it in this arrogant manner to think that I'm the best or that I'm the only one that can do it. But I step into it with his authorization to understand that Jesus, Jesus has created me and wired me to specifically be here. And so even talking to you, it's to say, hey, I, I am here in this interview to say, this is me. This is what I have to offer. And I'm okay to walk in this greatness because God has wired me to do that. Well, Darian, thank you so much for your time. Uh, my wife and I got to see the show. It was an amazing performance. Uh, you are killing it, as they say. And so congratulations <laughs> on all your success, uh, not just the Lion King, but all of your other endeavors. And I really appreciate you coming on the Edric Show today. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. This has been another edition of The Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. Our guest has been Darian Sanders. He is currently starring as Simba in The Lion King at the Orpheum Theater. It will be playing through December 30th. For ticket information, you can go to lionking.com. As promised, this is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Hit that subscribe button. Ring that notification bell. You'll get notified of this content each and every week. I want to thank you for tuning in, and I will catch you on the next episode.